miss me? <laughs> so let's address the elephant in the room. I didn't post last week. And for that, I do apologize. I know we were all crying ourselves to sleep. Um, you guys were suffering without my voice in your ear. I'm just kidding. But I actually went to New York last week. It was very interesting. There was essentially like a high school reunion slash graduation. I mean, I graduated high school in 2020, but my school for some reason wanted to like, I think the parents pressured them to have the celebration for us. So it was like a aperitif, you know, some like drinks and speeches and that was basically it in like a photo op um but it was honestly a lot of fun but I was just enjoying my time in the city and just hanging out with my friends so I did not record an episode but um I honestly thought um that I would just hold on till next week last time I went to New York I recorded an episode in the in Wash Park and I mean that was nice and stuff but I just didn't want to do it again because then it's just like okay Sid like what more can you give us and I wanted to do an actual good episode, which I actually can't guarantee I'm going to do today, which is so funny and ironic. But today I kind of wanted to talk about um, just do it, if you will. The Nike slogan. That's basically that's basically the topic of today's episode. Now, quickly hopping back to the reunion, um, I would like to say that I was nervous, but that's honestly not the case. And I think why that was is because I've kind of completely released, not completely, that's a lie, but I've done a pretty good job of releasing, um, you know, other people's opinions of me, um, when it comes to like their thoughts on what like what I look like, what I'm doing, whatever, I find that what's toughest for me is like posting on social media and posting stuff and then having everybody from my school, middle school, elementary school seeing it. Like to me that's more daunting than going to this reunion 3 years later and seeing like 50 kids I haven't seen in 3 years and then all us all having to like see one another. And I think it makes sense and it also doesn't make sense at the same time. But when I went back to the city and I went back to my school, and we had this whole reunion. I was almost, I mean, I wasn't afraid per se, but I definitely anticipated feeling a certain amount of nervousness. And while that was the case, it wasn't in the extent, like not even nearly to the extent that I would have, um, you know, predicted. I thought that um, maybe somebody would have said something um, you know, saying, oh, saw your podcast was a little, like, weird, or some, like, remark about it, um, to, like, dig at it, or something, or, like, you know, just, just, like, I was just anticipating more judgment, because I feel like that's what we've trained our brains to do. I feel like we always think that other people care so much more than they really do, and we think that we are so important in these people's eyes. We think that they're thinking about us constantly. Not constantly, but that they're thinking about us and what we're doing and thinking, ha ha ha, like, what, what are they doing? They're so weird. Um, and I feel like that's what we're, like, trained to think about ourselves and our peers, um, especially when it comes to people our own age. 
I find that dealing with people who are older than me or younger than me are so much easier to, it's so much easier to be myself around those people because I feel like because of that age gap, you know, you're at different stages of life, you can't really draw that sort of comparison. But when you are the same age as a peer or a coworker or a classmate, whatever that may be, there's more um room for comparison and there's more room for judgment and you know us versus them type of um categorizations but what i found going back was that <laughs> i mean a couple people said they listened but it hadn't meant to they didn't say anything bad or anything of that sort and i think that especially with the turn that technology's taking especially with how quickly people can blow up on TikTok or YouTube or, you know, mostly TikTok, I'd say right now, it's kind of the got the monopoly on the whole social media, you know, sphere at the moment, I think. Um, but I think that because so many people are rising up and pursuing their little creative endeavors, I think there's more of an appreciation and a more of an allowance for difference in people. And I feel like people actually crave difference and they crave, um, you know, stepping out of the box or creating something that might, you know, appeal to peers. And there are people who are going to hop on trends and you'll often find a lot of creators on these different platforms that are quite similar. They might even use, you know, the same video structure, the same editing patterns. They might even, you know, have the same content. But you're seeing a lot more um, exploration. You know, this is when it when we're talking about the social media. But I mean, this can also apply in other types of creative endeavors. You know, I'm seeing more people starting their own clothing brands or maybe um, releasing music or maybe, um, you know, pursuing some sort of sport. I think there's a lot more room and a lot more... Um, lenience when it comes to people's potential judgment of you. And what I drew from that observation was why not just do everything you want to do? And I mean, I think I've, I've been doing that, especially with this podcast. And um, that's basically it, really. With this podcast, I feel like I kind of um, compartmentalized my brain to which I find that I've been able to disallow people's projections from stopping me um, from doing this. And, you know, I could have thought, oh, wow, like, like in the first episode, like one person listened. Oh, gosh, how embarrassing. Like, I should stop. Like, this is not good. But, um, you know, why? Literally, why not continue? It's not as though somebody's going to march down on your door saying, stop it stop it. This is not, this is not what I want to hear. Like no one is going to say that. No one is going to come to your door and no one is going to come ridicule you. And the biggest thing for me also is I find that when you leave the high school space where you're seeing the same, you know, I mean, in my case, it was like 120 people. You're seeing the same 120 people over and over and over, like each day, you know, um, like, that's just my grade, but, like, let's add some grades, I don't know, like, 500 people in my high school, um, when you leave that sort of space, you're no longer in that, you know, 
almost shark waters. You're no longer in shark waters. There's no one watching you to the extent that they possibly would have been in high school. Because in high school, you almost, you, you create drama when it doesn't exist. You create it. You want to create a new story, gossip story, or feed into it or know what the new gossip is or just be in the know and stuff. It's the whole like, oh, like, what did she do? Oh, did you see what she did? And yes, unfortunately, I have found that a lot of adults do this too, but they're the minority. I promise you that. I really do promise you that. And I think that essentially what I'm saying is just do it. Whatever your creative endeavor is, literally just do it. I mean, the worst case scenario is that you just fuel more energy into this hobby that you once had and hone into your craft and learn. That's the worst case scenario. You learn. I mean, let that sink in. Learning is such an amazing thing and you can only truly learn from failure. Yes, the first art piece you make isn't going to be good. I mean, not necessarily it isn't going to be good, but maybe when you look back on it after a year of continuing with your craft, you're like, oh shit, that wasn't any good. But you've been doing it again and again for a year, and then you're like, wait a minute, I've gotten much better. It doesn't matter if you've sold one painting. It doesn't matter if you've sold a hundred paintings. The bottom line is that you've honed into your craft and you've gotten better. And that applies to so much in life. And I think that that's, that's like the big, one of the big realizations for me of the year. And what's the best case scenario? I mean, that can look different for different people. You know, maybe the best case scenario for you is that um, it's a great way for you to meet new people. You know, it's a different way for you to maybe earn income. Maybe it's a way for you to channel certain, you know, emotions. A lot of people use art in particular ways, or maybe you can use your videos to connect with different sorts of people and create a community of people. You know, whether you want to work towards being some sort of Olympic ping pong player, or maybe you want to tomorrow drop everything and try getting your pilot's license literally who is there to stop you i mean yes there are things to stop you logistical things but mentally i think we are our own worst like blockers we are our own worst enemies we're constantly doubting ourselves and doubting our abilities whether the, these are past stories that have been passed down to us you know through maybe our uh, our old peers or maybe parents or other family members or bad friends who are like oh, are you really going to try to do that maybe that's not the greatest thing you should do oh but wouldn't that be embarrassing literally no none of that matters and while those thoughts may be still circulating in your mind that's all that they are they're thoughts and thoughts can be reshapen now the issue that i encountered when i adopted this new kind of philosophy right where I realize that I can just about do anything. If tomorrow I want to drop out of college and move across the globe and start working on a farm, 
I literally could. I literally could. You know, there's ways, there's money out there that is often attainable. I could just work and save and then move. You know, there's different ways and different paths, but you can literally just drop everything and go somewhere, you know, at the drop of a hat. And my issue with that sort of thought and that sort of perspective on life was the overwhelming amount of options. And I've talked about this before with my existentialism, you know, episode. I was like, um, what if I don't want to just do the path that everybody does and just go to high school, go to college, settle down, career, kids, blah, 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 retirement, sit around and do nothing. What if you don't want to do that? Well, what I am dealing with is like, whoa, there's way too many options. I want to do my podcast. I want to have a YouTube channel. I want to maybe make TikToks. I want to do art. I want to play the piano again. I want to start singing again. I want to travel. Oh, but I also want to lay down some roots. Oh, I want to like, there's so, there's so many things that we all want to do. But I think that my current take on it is that we just take it one step at a time. And I was actually talking to my mom about this because when I went back to New York, she was like, okay, Sydney, she sat me down. She was like, what's your plan after college? I was like, um, you know, maybe I'll just uh, try to get a job and see how it goes for a year. And then I left her a bit like puzzled. I looked at her face. She was like, hmm? because I realized I'd spoken to her prior about my um, desire to move to Paris for a year or like at least a year. But I had I have this intense, huge desire to, you know, go away. And then we really got to thinking about it. And she was like, Sydney, like, because my mom used to preach a lot, like, okay, you should be a doctor. You should do this. You should do that. But um, some personal, like, circumstances have led us both to kind of a shift on our perspective on life and careers and those sorts of um, traditional goals and routes. And she was like, why don't you go for the Paris thing? Why don't you go for it? And we were talking about what my 12 month plan is, or maybe just what my six month plan is. And I kind of came to a conclusion as I was talking to her, I was like, I realized that I personally am very goal oriented. You see, right now, my goal is to finish school. So that will be my goal until spring 2024. Past that, I will set a new goal. Maybe that is to save so that I may move. That will be my goal until December 2024. Next, my next goal. And I realize that that's can be a pretty beneficial route to take. I mean, it depends how your mind works and it depends how, you know, daunting that sort of thinking is to you. Or maybe there's something more suited to the way that your brain works. But I find that that is what works for me. You know, with all of these different options and all of these different routes that you can possibly take, we forget that we have so much time. We have decades and decades and decades of life to live. I mean, if we're lucky, if we're lucky. But, you know, we have time to explore these different hobbies and explore these different routes. And it's all just about you know, choosing one and giving it your all for that amount of time. Because like we spoke in the other episode, I don't know which one it was, but I said something about how, oh, it was the balance between work, life, and school, something like that. And 
Oh, life, the balancing act. It came back to me. <laughs> um, you can't do it all at once and do it well. You simply cannot. There's going to be a week where you focus more on something. There's going to be a month where you focus more on something. There's going to be a day where you hone in on this one thing. And that's fine. That's literally fine. But you just want to keep your eye on the prize, whatever that prize may be. You know, I think that that's also one of my keys to discipline. You know, I was talking to one of my coworkers about it. He said that he struggles with discipline. And I, as a kid, was like put into a lot of sports, a lot of extracurricular activities. And I feel like it kind of trained my brain to um, perfect discipline in a sense, not perfect it, but I will say that I'm pretty good at my discipline. I am indulgent in other facets of my life, but when it comes to school or fitness or even nutrition, I can be pretty diligent with myself. And I think that the way that my brain allows for this is by, you know, honing in on that one goal telling myself, okay, why is this my goal? What is the benefit of this goal? What are the sacrifices? Am I okay with those sacrifices? And how bad do I want those benefits? If those all check out, I'll choose that as a goal. And if they don't, you know, map out, then it won't be one of my goals. And I'll just choose a different goal. But I think that that's the approach that we need to take when it comes to our career wants, um, you know, passions, creative desires, all of these things. Think about what your goal is. Think about what you're willing to sacrifice for that goal. And think about where you're trying to land. You know, I think you're we talking about it at work today. Something about a president of America saying that, you know, making a plan is foolish, but planning is indispensable, something of that sort. I did not look it up. I'm going off my brain. But that idea is true. You know, you can't make a plan. You can't set a plan, say, by this date, I will have this much money. By this date, I will have sold this many paintings. All of that is out of your control. But you can make plans in the way that you think will best put your best foot forward towards your goal or towards that creative desire. You know, for me, my disciplinatory, 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 whoa, okay, <laughs> I'm so sorry. You know what I'm trying to say. My little, you know, task for these past eight months or however long it has been, has been to post an episode every Friday. And I think I've missed maybe three Fridays or something like that. Maybe I posted on a couple Saturdays. I don't know. But you know, that task remains true. And while I haven't had any raging success, like I said, with the painting example, I've gotten better. At least I think, hope you think so too. I think that I've gotten better at my craft and I understand the craft now more and I kind of have a better idea of what I'm trying to do with this craft you know the whole idea of collapsia it's the definition is like a delusion of things being more beautiful than they are I feel like this world has so much darkness and 
I mean, this isn't really a self-help podcast. I mean, it kind of is in some senses, but I think it's more so me trying to create a space in which we can have this sort of hopeful attitude towards the world because there's a lot of bad shit going on. There really is. But there's silver linings. And if we all stick together and we use these patterns and these habits and these routines and lean into our passions and our creativity and joy and laughter, then I think we'll be okay. But I think that's all I have for you guys today. My message of the week is just do it. Just go ahead. Whatever you have been like biting the bullet on trying to start doing, just do it. I literally posted my first TikTok today. Not my first TikTok because I posted a couple on my personal one, but then I decided I don't really want to do it. And I've started a little series on my TikTok. I started one called Colopsia Pod. Um, you know, like Colopsia Podcast and I think it's also cute because it's like we're on a little pod of this little delusion that we have because it is a delusion because of how much bad there is in the world, but it's a delusion I choose to stick with. And, you know, I, yeah, so I'm going to start a little series on there called Walks and Thoughts, and I think it'll also help me out because I need to start walking more. Lately, I have this burning urge to go on walks. I have no other way to describe it. And I think it's because of how much I like the sunshine. I think that's what's like luring me out. I'm literally like a fly. I'm a fl- I'm Icarus flying to the sun. I swear. I swear to God. I swear. So like anytime I see some like a peckering of sh- of sunshine and it's over sixty degrees, I'm outside. I'm literally outside. So I thought I would do a little series on there if you guys want to check it out because I feel like I have a lot of like interesting thoughts on my walks and thought we could all share them. So. That's what I'm doing. That's my little just do it of the of the of this season of my life, if you will. But um, I encourage you all to do the same. And we shall talk next Friday. I promise. Uh, yeah, I do promise. I do promise. Unless something happens, but like, let's not put that into the world. Knock on wood. Um, yes, but I'll see you guys next week. I hope you had a fantastic week. Past two weeks. I'll, actually, I'm so sorry for abandoning you. And we'll talk soon. Bye.